0: Welcome to the land cave where we're living as nerds. I'm Patrick, joined by Ellen. Took me eight months to finish a 12 for 12 game, but I have done it. You did it. I'm proud I of you. Finished I a 12 I been for gone. 12 game, and it was probably <laughs> the one that I least expected to finish.
1: Yeah, I'm. I was gonna say well, we'll we'll talk about that later. We had a lot of things to talk about, but I'm I'm happy because leading up to this, leading up to this game, I was like, I really hope he puts in enough hours to kind of get the the good stuff out of it because it is horror and it's not something that's your forte so mm. I'm really glad you got to uh to dive into it more but if you haven't checked us out before we talk video games gaming news general nerd stuff um we don't spoil things on here we try not to spoil things on here so um you know unless give it's me. That's in that frame you know
0: give me a rating out of out of five on the spider-man trailer on the spider-man trailer um out of five I mean I'd give it like a four point five
1: to five because there's there's a few things that like they hinted at. And again, we're not gonna spoil it because if you haven't seen it and you're someone like my buddy Frank who doesn't it's watch a, the trailers. It's a trailer, man. So so Frank Frank's like if it's Marvel, if it's like something that he that he knows he wants to see, he's like, I don't wanna watch the trailer because it could spoil things. Like they could show something and then the entire time your brain's like waiting for that scene. And I get it. So I respect Does that. Frank does Frank listen to the podcast? He does. He does. Okay. So All right, I'm Frank. gonna respect him in that. I'm just gonna say I... I'm just gonna say that... there were things that they like they hinted at, or that was like, ooh, there's a little flash of something here in the in a shadow. And because it wasn't overt, people are making speculations that don't make sense. Um when we already have, we have a big reveal at the end, which we already knew about, uh, because the internet spoiled most of this already. The one that I'm hoping for, and again, this isn't official, and it doesn't spoil it in the trailer, so I can say it: the rumor of Willem Dafoe being like the main baddie, and for them to have been kind of keeping that under wraps, and the idea that Dafoe is going to go into another Spider-Man movie. So, like, this isn't just it; like, they'll have this, and then you'll have more. Green Goblin later on as Willem Dafoe Green Goblin um, I I I like the hints that they put in there I like what they did um, I also but at the same time you know I like that they're concealing certain things like we could we could see that we could see like Daredevil and Matt Murdock show up um, but we haven't we didn't see it in the trailer yet so um, I loved it though I watched it like two or three times
0: I mean theoretically Matt Murdock like and again, no spoilers at all, because he's not in the trailer. I can tell you that. I guess that is a slight spoiler. He's not in the trailer. But, like, the... I mean, Matt Murdock from Netflix is technically mm-hmm. a part of the MCU, even though they didn't ever really connect them. But they made, like, lots of references to, yep. like, the events of New York. Yeah. And all that stuff. I... I'm not as into that as I just... I, I would there's lots of things that they mean that's really what it's going to be easter egg central it's going to be kind of like that episode of loki where there's just lots and lots of stuff laying around you know the episode i'm talking about Yep. uh and so you know i think that there's going to be that opportunity especially you know just based on kind of like how certain, uh, how I expect certain yeah. scenes to go down. They didn't really you know, dive into that too much and rightfully so. They want to mm-hmm. save it for but this trailer, like this is dope. I really hope that they put this on Disney a- Access. I know that they're not doing that with Shang-Chi. I'm really disappointed in that, by the way. Yeah. I would have bought it opening weekend if they had. If they wait longer than a month, then I'm just going to wait for them to drop it for free. Yeah. It sounds I, like 45 days is what they're going to do. I be. really want to watch that movie, I really like the Mandarin, the actual villain, not the crap villain that we got in Iron Man three. Yeah, uh, super, super disappointed. Like, I I know that there was some controversy that that kind of came about around that. I think that it was honestly, I think it was controversy that was invented to get more people to go see the movie in the movie theater. I don't know if it's gonna work. Uh, in, in I think that it was, I think 3, it was or... faux controversy. Yeah, in regard to the thing Iron about Man them 3. being an yeah.
1: experiment. Oh sorry. oh oh oh! So oh, sorry. So the, they um not Feige. Uh, what's his name? Not I, not I forgot the guy's name. Um, Whitney knows what who uh, the guy you're, that you're talking about. Yeah. And I think that the, I think the reference was more saying like, hey, this is an experiment because it's COVID because uh, these are newer characters that we don't know anything about. Yeah. And I think he he said it on the wrong movie because he said it on the movie that is like that is almost exclusively asian cast which we haven't had so it's like yeah. you have the wrong connotation in there don't use those words because they can have the wrong well, meaning.
0: that that's where like i just know that he didn't mean it i don't even need the context no. i know that he didn't mean it that way especially because they've already they did black widow on yeah. both yeah and by the way pay that lady because black widow made a ton of money yeah on uh, all access and i actually bought it on all access thinking that i was supporting you? scar joe and apparently i wasn't which is unfortunate yeah. no, i'll pay that lady disney but i, I this spider-man I, trailer I, I thought that i thought far from home sucked to be honest with you i didn't like it at all i didn't enjoy it i, I didn't like how they formulated it I, I and it's probably because it's super hard to follow in game just It it was the it it came right after Endgame and Endgame was so stinking good and then Far From Home just kind of fell flat for me. Yeah, a lot of people loved it. IGN rated it as the third best Spider Man movie. I was like, no. (laughs) I love I love Far From Home. I totally get
1: that though. Like I get coming out coming off of Endgame, um, you know, kind of thinking of it as its own thing and not in the context. You know, it's kind of hard to do. Uh, Plus, you were following up Michael Keaton as the vulture and i have right behind me by the way the batman returns in 4k that i just got because i had to nice yeah I, that's that's michael it's Michael keaton um so following up him michael keaton as vulture um in in one of the best uh written spider-man i i, I think uh, homecoming is one of my favorite uh, movies. i think far from home has a lot of parts that they're a little contrived i like like i really like like half of it and there's another half yeah. i'm like it's okay uh i wouldn't
0: say i wouldn't say it's better than spider-man 2 toby mcguire Sp- spider-man 2 um the no they re- they put that one of the, i so ign put spider-man 2 as number one spider-verse okay. as number two and far from home as three and I I'm a big disagree. And then the big old disrespect that they did was putting Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man below Toby's Spider-Man three. I was like, come on, guys. Like he wasn't that bad. Like no, Amazing Spider-Man no, no. two was not good. But yeah. Amazing Spider-Man one, I was like, dude, Garfield was a good Spider Man. He was not a good Peter Parker. He was way too confident Thank as you. Peter yeah. Parker, but he was a great Spider Man. Yeah, he was he
1: was a great Spider Man. I I loved him in i think everyone can now can agree now tom holland's the best spider-man and parker like together combo yeah it's
0: just it's perfect i think toby was probably the best like parker parker yeah
1: to- to- yeah toby was a great parker that's that's how i felt about him so i and um i'm i'm really loving him. i have purchased my my tickets to shang chi as soon like i, I per- bought them actually today uh, so I'm voting with my with my dollar because they're not. It's not coming to Disney Plus, so yeah, I'm going. I wish I could. To, yeah, I, I I get it. Like I'm I'm going to the theater. Um, we've we've gone a couple times. Uh, with with precaution. Um, I get not wanted to to, to risk that. Um,
0: so I'm, it's more uh, like if I'm gonna get a babysitter. Yeah, we're not gonna generally waste it going to a movie like. Thank not you. that not that going to movie is a waste or anything, but like if if me and her get somebody to sit for us, we like to hang out. You know, we don't want to just go like sit in a dark room uh, and stuff. We do that at, enough at home yeah. after he goes to bed yeah. anyway. And so those are those moments where I'm really enjoying the the premiere access type stuff. So yeah. like that if things come out that I'm down to throw 30, thirty bucks on, like Black Widow. That was an instant buy. I bought it the night it came out and we watched it. It was great. I like that was a great moment. We both, you know, got, got a glass of wine and like turned the lights way down, turned the theater mode on. It was, it was good stuff. Yeah. I, I appreciate that. I'm not getting the full experience, but it's an experience that I think is well worth I, 30 I think, bucks if it's the right movie. I think, I think 30
1: bucks, uh, especially because you now have access to, you can keep watching it um you know i I, i'm gonna watch shang chi once for uh 20 24 like 24 bucks right so almost the same and i only get to watch it once um as soon as they have tickets for it i'm gonna buy tickets to dune um even though it's streaming because it's like watching that on hbo (laughs) baby it's on hbo but it's like one of my things uh since i was little so like i want to see it in the theater, and then I'm gonna come home, and I'm gonna watch it at home <laughs> because I have HBO Max. Uh, one more thing, right before we do talking about gaming, because we're talking about like Marvel stuff. Um, I posted this on my Facebook page, but it hit the the hundred percent backing, so that means they're actually making it. The Hasbro Labs Has Labs Galactus figure is being made. Uh, that's the scale, so you can see Reed Richards uh, as our our stuff is kind of scrolling over it. Sure. Um, that's Reed Richards next to, so that's one of these figures next to Galactus. Damn, tall am, is that the figure. I think it's 36 inches. Damn. It's insane. So it's, it's going to go, um, I'm already kind of going to create like a bookshelf kind of thing off in the corner. Uh, he's going to go on there. Uh, there's a retro fantastic four that's coming out, uh, that, that I'm going to, going to get uh, for him. Uh, the articulation on this thing, though, is insane. If you look there to there, like your hip articulation, like the feet, everything, the the hands... Nerd. The, the hands, the hands articulate. That's not like, oh, it's not, you gotta switch the hands. No, 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 they actually articulate. Yeah, I... And Gal- and Galactus is, like, one of my one of my things as well. So I'm like, I, I'm going to get this. It's one of my favorite villains. And I hope that the MCU leads to him at, at some point in a good version
0: of I, uh, Galactus. I feel like if it's not Galactus, yeah. it's kind of like, who is it? Like, I feel like, who's, who's Silver Surfer's? Galactus is... It's his Herald. It's Galactus. Yeah. Okay. So I... I feel, I mean, I feel like he's really hard to do. I, and, but it's the thing of, if they can't do Mephisto, so who are they going to do? Uh, like, and I know that there's probably a number of, of big bads out there. And if we can get some X-Men stuff in there, there's a lot of great X-Men big bads.
1: I mean, Mag- Magneto, uh, uh, there's a lot things they haven't done. Magneto is like a given that they've done already. Galactus, they yeah. tried and did miserably but you have silver surfer pairing with galactus and silver surfer is a great character um i think that a lot of the stuff to do with the celestials and other things like could lead to him uh and by the way the, the other rumor is that depending on shang chi's like performance in the box office they may delay eternals um yeah which makes it even worse because it's like you have a movie that has a that lot of things look against
0: it. yeah i'm it not only i was, did it look, I, was imp- I went from not caring to caring a yeah. lot yeah well not only did i i thought it looked it looked really good
1: but it also explained the things that people were at were were asking like why didn't you interfere with thanos why didn't you stop the battle of new york like you could have done these things like very quickly answered that and i really liked that because that gives you context to go okay that's why these powerful beings are there um yeah, I, I'm, I I was already going to see it because I knew it would have to do with the lore and connect to other things. But yeah, now I want to see it for the plot, not just for the Marvel connections
0: because the Marvel movies all connect to each other. So you I'm, know, like I, I was. Oh, another thing that I went from like being met on was like mm-hmm. kind of the end of this year, beginning of next year, when it comes to gaming, and then Jeff Keeley comes in and just is like, hey. Here's two hours of trailers, and they don't suck. Like, yeah. I was pleasantly surprised. Even a couple of the games that I was out on, like COD, where I was just like, okay, Laura Bailey, like, cool, nine minutes of you, that's fine. But, yeah. like, it was still a good trailer. It was still, like, they they were talking just enough compared to the Xbox event, which was so boring. <sighs> I was... I. I yeah. I tuned out so hard during that. And it wasn't the people working its fault. It's just that you could tell that Microsoft didn't necessarily have anything other than their sizzle reel. Which yeah. the sizzle reel that they did during uh, opening right night yeah. live was awesome. That yeah. sizzle reel was great. They, one thing that I didn't notice or realize, and I don't know if you did. Yeah. they have a They have a game coming out every single month for the rest of the year. Yep. Yep, uh, they mentioned that back, that back in start the truck, dude. Yeah, they mentioned that back.
1: Uh, uh, Spencer Phil Spencer mentioned that like uh, during E3, saying like we got a game coming out, one game a month every every you know coming to Game Pass. That's a brand new game that if you have Game Pass, you get you get for free for part of their subscription. Uh, otherwise, you got to pay for it. And I, I think that they are continuing to show the value of Game Pass. Um, and not only that, you got these great indies that like you may, to me, I, I view Game Pass as also a great, uh, arcade kind of machine aspect of it to say, well, this is a game that I may or may not have purchased, but now I can, tr- I can try it out and see if I like it. And they do have the rotation just like Netflix. So if it is something that you like, pay for it and you can have it in your, in your collection if you need, if you want to keep it, or if you want to give money to the developer, which we're all about, I, I actually, um. After watching Xbox, I was I was uh, I was unenthused. I mean, I'm excited about Psychonauts and everything, but I think there was almost 20 minutes of Forza. Um, I I wasn't enthused by much of what they showed. There were like a few moments here and there, like you said, Laura it's Bailey. A cool controller, up. yeah, controller looks great. Laura Bailey showed up uh, today. Sorry, not yesterday. Um, like that got me uh, like at least uh, more excited about uh, today's uh, show, but yesterday's. A couple hours afterwards I was kind of thinking about it and I thought, you know, we sit and we watch these presentations, we watch these showcases, and let's, let's boil it down, what are we doing? We're sitting and we're watching trailers. We are sitting and, and being advertised. We are actively saying, I want you to advertise to me. But the Xbox One felt like they were like, it, it felt like I was just watching a commercial as opposed to like an event. Today felt like an event that had some really cool reveals in it. Yesterday felt like I was just sitting down watching a commercial, as opposed to an event that is revealing things and showing me things I want to be excited about. Um, it's the classic Here's my thing about would- yet
0: about the Xbox event is that I I would want to go click on something specific. Like if there's a game from yesterday's event, like mm-hmm. I would, you know, I, if I'm like man, I really want to know what's going on with Flight Simulator. It looks dope, like, cool, like... And they're like, hey, go watch these videos that we're putting out and giving us those deep dives. Those deep dives are just not what I want during a showcase. It's all about context. I don't want a deep dive conversation during Mm -hmm. a showcase. I want to be shown things. I don't want to be talked to that much. And... Again, it wasn't their fault. Their conversations were fine, albeit extremely scripted, uh, and that's that's okay. Uh, it's just I just wasn't interested in it. I just wanted to watch the trailer. I just want to know what what's cool coming to Flight Simulator. Which, by the way, we we're talking about this offline right before the show. I'm probably about to download this game. I've been hearing so many good things about Flight Simulator in terms of just they they have an easy baby mode where it's like okay, you don't understand how to fly, that's okay. We'll do most of the work for you. You just kind of point your plane mm-hmm. where you want it to go in a free flight mode like where you could just I just want I want to fly around Texas today or I want I want to go I'm gonna go visit patrick over in florida let's 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 check it out you know I, you can fly the, out of my pretty, airport
1: i have an airport right okay. next to me you can fly i'm i am pretty sure you can fly out of like
0: um like independent yeah. like smaller airports i i have been told though just so you know because you haven't downloaded it yet either you need to do the online mode otherwise it doesn't run very well and or okay. i don't know what it all i don't know all the features that it doesn't work but make sure you toggle the the always online version of that that game, uh, and and going along with that, another one where I was like slightly interested was Bus Simulator. I was like, okay, this seems, like you that know would, yeah. why not drive around America or wherever? Yeah, it's I could do this.
1: Yeah, it's definitely one that. Um, I mean, I wouldn't I wouldn't have been in on like if they were like, hey, here's a sixty dollar game. I wouldn't be you know, throwing my money at them. But for it to be a part of, uh, to be a part of Game Pass, I'm like yeah, I'll 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 track it out. Uh, is it on Game Pass? I thought it was on Game Pass. Maybe I'm wrong. Oh, that makes it even more interesting. If Maybe it is. I'm wrong. If I'm, if I don't know, I'm, I may be wrong. Maybe I'm just so used to it being everything being on a Game Pass. I may be completely wrong. Um, if it's not on Game Pass, then then yeah, I'll probably wait. But, uh, I mean, the Farming Simulator, all the games that they've come out with have been great at what they've done. Like, Farming Simulator, I, I, I played a little bit. I got what they were doing. Uh, it just was it was too much, like, for me. Like, this seems like it'd be a little bit more passive. In like, I don't mind, like, road trips. So this kind of seems like, oh, I just, I'll stop here. I'll pick up some people. We'll just drive around. Um, I, it, it looks like it'd be pretty chill. Uh, especially, especially if there's like you know, di- depending on the different venues you can go to or different, different places. Um, yeah, uh, I I was excited about a uh, uh, dark pictures the um, dark pictures anthology, uh, which um, I forgot I didn't write down the name. This is the third, um, uh, the third in the series. I'm playing the first one right now. So House of Ashes. Um, mm. I'm playing Man, Man of Madon right now, uh, which I have a. We'll, we'll talk a little bit when you talk about your twelve for twelve. Um, I think I have some some similar uh, feelings that you may have in regards to uh, super and, and these games. I love the branching storylines, though. I love the the uh, choices, and uh, there's a lot of different modes in Man of Medan. Uh I don't, don't remember if they're in Until Dawn, but Man of Madonna has like different modes where it's, there's one that says it's like a couch like a couch co op mode where you select different characters. So when a character comes up, a specific person is, is going to make their choices. So if you have like four people sitting around the couch, they could all be in charge of a specific character, which I thought was cool. Um, I didn't do that because as soon as that timer starts, I I get antsy. Um, yeah. But I'm, I'm going to play this. I'm really liking Man of Dawn. I liked Until Dawn. So
0: I'm going to keep uh, keep going with this one. Um, well, it's good that... that you're liking it and yeah i I can i can talk about uh until dawn whenever i have i i have both positive and like negative things to say about it but supermassive is definitely interesting the thing that i was applauding them for even though i don't i'm never gonna play these other games with with it i applaud them for like they had this kind of vision to make this anthology and they're following through it they're coming out with one every single year like i i think in the age of delays i think that's still something to kind of to tip your cap at that they are getting through their list of games and i think that they probably have some type of like cult following i don't i think that they would abandon this anthology if it wasn't at least making them them some some sort um i uh don't know if you did did you happen to watch any of the pre-show um, I watched a little bit of the pre-show not a lot I was I love I was, that dude who the guy who hosts the pre-show is uh, yeah. Kyle Bossman he used to be a part of uh, easy allies but he always just he he wrote that whole pre-show oh, He's cool. hilarious yeah. just just his his writing uh, really speaks to me but what but what spoke to me during that pre-show in particular was uh that soundfall game yeah. did you see this the the rhythm combat was I, I didn't. I I saw like a little bit of this, so I I have the trailer queued up for for this. Everything about this trailer spoke to me in the in the art style. I like that it's bright, it's vibrant. It gives me like a upgraded, um, NecroDancer vibe in Mm -hmm. terms of like how much newer it is. I don't know this studio at all. Watch it be the same studio that did NecroDancer, but this. This game looks sick. It looks yeah. awesome. Yeah. I, I
1: I I really I've got a weird I, this is like a weird hang up that I have like I I I pref- I don't like when game cinematics and the 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 actual uh, gameplay when the, like the color palette and the art like is like too different. And some of this like seems a little. I mean, maybe it's specific to some of the scenes that are here. Um, I say yeah. that as someone who played, you know, Final Fantasy VII, where you have like the blocky characters and then you got the beautiful pre-rendered stuff. But it's like if if the color palettes are are too different. This one seems like it's almost more vibrant in the game. It's probably just specific to those levels. Um, but the uh, music and rhythm combat in regards to like like necker dancers, it's it's inventive, and it. Um, it looks fun especially throwing this into the shmup kind of uh aspect there the kind of bull, bullet hell uh aspect not really shmup but bullet hell kind of uh, yeah yeah which I, I, I like the artwork don't get me wrong i love the cinematic artwork what i was saying is just the juxtaposition between the two yeah. um but it, did they did both look great they both look great i'm probably gonna check this one out um I did check it's out... What's next on your list. I was going to say, because you put it on here, I, and I missed it until you put it on there, was uh, was Dream Cycle, which this is from the guy who... Uh, so one of the head... They said the creator of Laura Croft he's one of the head designers, so it's close enough. Um, so this is Dream Cycle, uh, and I don't know a lot about it, I'll admit that. Um, I think that's a reference to uh, the H.P. Lovecraft uh, short stories, uh, if I'm not mistaken, because of the... Cause of the uh, after looking at the dark kind of feel of this, it seems Lovecraftian. Uh, but yeah, this seems like definitely up my alley uh, in regards to, I mean, there's, there's combat, but it seems like there's going to be a, some more to it. Um, what you actually noted in the notes saying like, oh, this would probably be uh, one for Patrick. Outlast Trials, I don't know. I'm going to wait on. I like the Outlast games, but even though I like horror games, um, it's like they almost stress me out too much and I say this as someone who plays, like, the Dark Souls and Demon Souls games, um, these almost stress me out too much, and if it's that... Oh, there's a and, limit. Like, <laughs> it, yeah, there's a limit. If it's, like, horde mode, kind of like, we're just going to keep increasing difficulty, or, or, like, then, I guess, like, anxiety wise, I got a problem with it. Uh, like, the Resident Evil, um, Resident Evil 7 has, like, a mode where they keep throwing enemies at you, and you have very low resources, and you have to survive, like these these um, waves and it was just too much it was too much for me like i can i okay. like the ebb and flow more um if this is if i'm wrong because i mean i'm just seeing a trailer i'll have to wait for reviews if i'm wrong and it is more outlast it's i like the story i like the the journey and if i'm getting more outlast with this then i'll be happy if it's horde mode kind of stuff then i may be out um but I mean, I'm, I'm still, I'm still glad they're continuing with it because it's a, a series that uh, didn't, I don't think, made a lot at the at the onset. I think it's just kind of had that cult following, kind of like retirement, Man of Madan, and other games. Um, sure. But uh, there's there's some really good stuff on here. Uh, I think we will gonna skip around too think, much, but
0: I think before we go too much deeper, yeah. just because you know, we should address like the two big dogs yeah. that did come out. We got two big old release dates for our next upcoming Sony and Xbox exclusive. Now there's a, there's a bunch of Xbox games coming up soon. Uh, I think Age of Empires 4 actually looks really good. I want to play it. I'm going to download that for the campaign if it's available on console. But would it I th- I think that this was the weirdest decision ever though. How do you have an entire Xbox showcase where you don't show Halo at all? You don't talk about it at all. You don't even say Watch opening night live tomorrow, and then you bust out this thing where we still aren't seeing any campaign footage, by the way, which is very, very scary. But we have committed that Halo Infinite is coming out on December 8th of this year
1: i i laughed Socks. at this yeah actually i'm gonna i'm gonna switch this up uh i laughed at this because by the way not only did we get that but they awarded halo the best microsoft game so the the p the game is in the running for their like their award that they gave out today elden ring and halo were both in there and neither game is out we're we we know like nothing about all them yeah I
0: don't I don't understand these awards anyway that's like a gamescom thing somebody commented that to Jeff on Twitter and he's like I have no power of those they just go into the show and I was like okay Jeff fair at least enough. you're honest
1: fair <laughs> enough yeah fair <laughs> enough with the honesty I appreciate that because they did that and I was like hold on so so Microsoft is giving themselves a pat on the back for the game that hasn't come out yet that comes out later this year like you said we saw nothing more on the campaign we know multiplayer uh, multiplayer is gonna be free I I wouldn't so they said the game is coming out December eighth. Did they say all of it's coming out December eighth?
0: Well, this is on the heels of what they talked about, like what is it, a week or two weeks ago now where or is it just last week? I feel like this happened last quickly. Week. Yeah. So I don't even know if we actually really talked about it or not. There is no there's no co op for the campaign at launch. It's going to be three months delayed and then there's no forge which i know forge is a big deal to some people to be honest with you i couldn't tell you what forge is um, but it was a big deal to some people i did think that it's absolutely ridiculous though that they that there's no there's no co-op i'm i'm not going to play co-op because i have no friends uh, you know that that really like play along that are available yeah. at like, the drop of the hat yeah. where it's like, okay, my kid's asleep. I am going to play some Halo right now. Let's play for an hour or something like that. That's just not a way that we have it really scheduled. Yeah, But Halo's a co-op game. Like You co-op Halo. Everybody I know has co-oped at least one Halo game. I co-oped my way through Halo 2 way back in the day. Yeah. Uh, I co-oped my way through Halo 3. Uh, I haven't played any of the ones really. I think I played ODST and that was terrible. Um, that this is a call- just delay it yep just delay it why I I don't I get that you have a goal and we would make fun of you for for delaying it but at the same time I would also respect it at the same time just drop the multiplayer nobody cares like I, it, the multiplayer I is clearly ready and the campaign isn't so drop the multiplayer in December yep. drop it now yeah i bet bet you the multiplayer is ready right now let's go well they they, they did
1: talk about it actually a couple times they talked about like the uh the the test of multiplayer um and i i'm i'm willing to bet the multiplayer is fine right now they could drop the multiplayer right now and honestly that i mean either dropping it now or dropping it around like say october and saying hey we've got to delay the single player but here just any anybody can play the multiplayer right now it's going to hold people over so they get the feel the uh uh, of the controls they get to play halo not doing co-op uh with 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 halo seems like sacrilegious I mean I've played i played halo 1 2 3 and 4 um co-op with my wife I we tried ODSP and we quit it like we both were like this is this is trash uh, ODST played worse than like 1 and 2 um, and we did the same thing with uh, the first 3 years games um, I, I don't Excellent understand co-op games. yeah I don't understand why you would not do co-op especially with the power the Xbox Series has and I know they haven't mentioned anything on this but with the power the Xbox Series X has and, uh, and PlayStation 5 I want more couch co-op games coming back because for a long time they were like oh well the graphics you can't do the graphics and couch co-op at the same time not true you can you have to do you can do it in a certain way uh, uh it takes two has been great uh and i love the graphics and the textures on that you're playing sackboy right now i know that we kind of glazed over that a little bit but that are you playing co-op or are you playing single player
0: no, um, no I don't, we don't generally play games together because i get annoyed and oh, okay. well i, so I, that, I figure <laughs> that'd be like that's a more cooperative
1: one that like yeah You know it's 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 forgiving uh but it's forgiving but it's still challenging um but that that one's another great one that that does well for i'm saying that because i think that especially with these graphics that they're showing here which it better be better than this we should be able to do couch co-op without a problem um and the reason i I, i'm only saying that because there's so many games that should have couch co-op that aren't that aren't aren't released with couch co-op um i feel like there's a we've been saying it for a while i think uh i think that this game is going to be kind of like cyberpunk and that there are going to be some people who really enjoy it there are going to be other people who wait and it's going to lose its momentum if you give if you wait three months for uh uh, for co-op to come out that you're into february you're now competing with a brand new slew of brand new games and people like new
0: yeah, I mean, I don't think that the game has anything to worry about in terms of losing momentum because the multiplayer is going to be good. The multiplayer is what's going to sustain them yeah. regardless, but I think that you have completely killed a launch mm-hmm. momentum for the game. I don't think that couch co-op is definitely... Or like I know it, it can be a big deal for somebody like yourself, but at the same time, I think that... Online co-op is still the better. I think that you're going to get a better-looking game if with with online co-op. It's just the fact how does that not ex- how is that not in yep. the game? If the problem is co- couch co-op, I mean, I expect the game to look worse in yep. couch co-op. I expect it to run at like 1080. Uh, I don't expect a full 4K running dual worlds like a 4K 60 thing. That's just sure. not an expectation within sure. me. But I. I'm going to be playing the game because I was going to play the game solo anyway. Yeah. But I just just delay it. Just launch the multiplayer which is very clearly ready because it's the only thing you're showing. You haven't shown the campaign like at all. Yeah. And it's clearly not ready in the multiplayer which had nothing but great things said about the the test that they did, the stress test that they did, this new trailer that they showed. Everything continues to like point to, this is going to be probably the best free-to-play game since Fortnite, in terms of its, its online multiplayer. It's going to destroy Splitgate, which I feel bad for it, because Splitgate is exactly like... Uh, uh halo except yeah. with with portal in it i don't know if you've seen this game at all i've heard nothing but but good things about how fun it is but the second that halo drops for free this game is yeah. going to die 100 uh. yeah 100 uh. percent. It,
1: it looks great it reminds me of it reminded me of like the, the old school uh old school uh halo co-op or uh or quake like uh multi yeah. co-op multiplayer like it reminded me of that and then throwing portal into it is is really cool um, but you're right. It's gonna be it's gonna be dead. It's gonna be another paladins where it can't compete with it's you know, with the the bigger. It's brother. hard to beat a big dog, man. It's really hard to hard to compete. Uh, Doghouse gaming and, they, and the comments talking about uh, uh, playing uh, flight simulator said he flew over his buddy's house in Florida and sent him a screenshot. Um, not that I'd expect you to not know exactly where I am, but I I will send you my uh, the airport if you can select the airport. I'll send you the airport name and see if you can select it and literally fly out of my neighborhood. Because I have a, I have a, um, I think it's like a third of a mile away. I think, if I'm not mistaken, like I have an airport right next to my house. Um, Yeah. yeah. So you could literally fly out of my neighborhood, (laughs) um, which is kind of cool. We got, we finally got some more stuff on Lego Star Wars, which I'm glad even Jeff was like, it's been a year since we've heard anything about this. It's been a running thing about them saying, like, is it going to, like, when is it going well, to come out?
0: You, did you see the end of the trailer, too? Uh, no, I didn't. Okay, if you listen to the voice on the end of the trailer, they they even do a tongue-in-cheek reference about patience because it's it's Luke in Dagobah being like, I'm ready, I'm ready oh, yeah, to go. I did and, say, yeah. yeah, and then and he's... Then he... <laughs> uh,
1: I mean, okay, I've, this I've game's played... This going to be dope. I can't wait, I can't wait. I love the LEGO Star Wars games. Uh, that's another one the wife and I played through... Um, We didn't play the LEGO, what is it, The Force Awakens. We played like a little bit of it, but we played through all of the others and being able to play this from the beginning. And the, the, I mean, LEGO already is fun. And I usually don't say LEGO games look pretty, but this one looks really good. Like usually LEGO, it's like bare minimum, I don't need great graphics because it's a LEGO game, but this one actually looks really good in regards to graphics. Uh, I'm I'm really want to fly around
0: the Lego X wing. That's the second that I saw that thing land, I was like, uh, "I'm down." Uh, And unfortunately, I I still don't think they stuck a date on it. They just said spring, said spring, twenty twenty two. But regardless, that like there's there's very little that is not going to be a day one buy. This is something that I can actually probably like play while my kids awake. That's one of the reasons that I started uh, Sackboy over the weekend. We were quarantining because uh, uh, he had a surgery on Monday, and so we couldn't go anywhere. And I was like, "That that's part of why I was playing Until Dawn on my phone as well as like putting my stress into something. But I got to a point where I was like, okay, I need a stress break. Let's yeah. play Sackboy. And Sackboy is rated E for everybody. So I started playing that. Um, so that's going to be that, that day one vibe. But I do need to call out that once again, mm-hmm. I was right about... Horizon, Forbidden West ain't coming this year, and honestly, I'm not even disappointed anymore because I this this next year's like crazy, yeah, dude, and it's gonna be kicking off with the likes of. I want, I want to, I want to paint you a little picture here. So, Horizon comes out in February though, but look at our possible Gody nominations for 2022 because we have. Horizon Forbidden West. Halo will be in that conversation because of its release date. We got Elden Ring. We got Breath of the Wild 2, which to me, honestly, since we're getting Horizon... Yeah On what was it Horizon comes out What day Horizon uh, comes out On the 218-22 yeah. So that means Zelda comes out to, Out 2 22 Just so you know We got that confirmed That's a joke uh, <laughs> But we got We got Breath of the Wild 2 We got um, Possibly Final Fantasy 16 We got Possibly uh, What was it 7 uh, Possibly God of War God of War Is supposed to come in, out yep. In the end of 2022 next year is stupid it's 2017 all over again dude where again horizon and zelda in the same year that yeah. year we had mario odyssey uh there was something else big that that oh, yeah. came out in 2017 that i'm not placing have, right uh, now
1: we also have uh, final fantasy stranger of paradise which is coming out which is going to be
0: which is yeah.
1: very different but, uh i'm, I'm, uh, I'm what well, was a persona
0: that came out in 2017 yeah yeah, I think it was Persona.
1: Persona Five. It's it's a stacked that's a stacked year next
0: year. I that's mean, that's the only reason I'm disappointed. I was like, can we just get this game out of the way yeah. in like November? Because I don't I don't know where I'm going to find the time. Man, yeah. Elden Ring. <laughs> I, think I think Elden Ring comes out in February as well, right? Or no, uh, Elden Ring is uh, January. It's, it's close. Yeah. Uh, it's Elden Ring January, January twenty one. They are almost a month apart. So Sorry, that's I'm not going to be for you, Elden Ring. Yeah that's good for you in terms of about a month apart uh between those games um i'm not gonna beat elden ring in that much time but like but yeah well i'll I'll probably
1: still buy forbidden west because i want it because i'm voting with my wallet on on certain games like that um so i'll i'll definitely be buying that i'm going to be playing elden ring whether or not i play uh forbidden west is, is another thing but Along fun. with
0: that came a uh, a sixty FPS patch for Zero Dawn, yes. by the way. So if you haven't played, if you somehow haven't played Zero Dawn after I praised it uh, uh, last year during the the pandemic days, and finally going back to that, Zero Dawn is excellent. I'm actually thinking about going back and playing the Frozen Wilds DLC with the PS5 patch, um, so that should be yeah. nice. But. It sucks that it got delayed, but, you know, I think they're making the right call. They This guy uh, uh, from Guerrilla, I forget his name now, completely honest. He was like, hey, we did hit a major milestone whenever we released that trailer, but we're not there. And we're going to be there in, in February. I, whatever, dude. That's fine. Like, you're not trying to push something like, I don't want to criticize Xbox versus Sony here, but the you're not trying to push that campaign in okay. When it's clearly not ready, versus this, you know, like you're, you're, I think they're gonna do it the right way. It just sucks that 2022 is just going to just continues to be more stacked. It's this COVID overflow of awesomeness that yeah. is gonna be hard because now look, you have got Lego Star Wars, and I know it's not going to be at the same level of goody thing, but that's spring 2022. So let's say that's March or April, right? Um, you got TMT. Team T Shredder's yep. Revenge getting April O'Neil, dude. I'm an April main. I'll just say it right now. The second that I saw, I was like, "Are we gonna get that Fem Turtle from the TV show that one time?" But no, this is way more classic. Much better. And they made it, it awesome. Yeah, I, I
1: think I think the the Fem Turtle. I can't remember what her name was from the uh, from either. the live action TV you show. do talk no, about no that, that trash. Trailer. Yeah, yeah. I, I, hey don't just defend turtles. she was fine uh, no i meant the, i meant the show i mean in comparison oh, okay. to like in comparison to the movies like uh i love I just, the mic on, i love the mic on the boom stand yeah. like the boom mic stand. <laughs> yeah I, no april, april's i love uh i mean i'm a i'm an old school you know old school turtles fan so i i love this uh i love that they like you said they included uh, april as opposed to uh, including because if you include the fem turtle you're basically like it's too too close to any of the other turtles like i'm pretty sure she was basically like a Raphael kind of like it'd be a Raphael skin swap or something like that or not Raphael, um a leonardo uh I, I don't think it'd be worth it and then you've also got a uh, jet the far shore which we had like a little like very very brief preview of like during i think it was e3 venus yeah Her name was venus venus yeah okay okay yeah. um that should be easy to remember Um, but uh, yeah so this we saw a very 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 brief preview of this I want to say it was around E3 and during that time I was like I don't know enough about like enough to be excited about it Um, you mentioned like No Man's Sky I get some No Man's Sky vibes and also um, uh, what is it, it Outer Worlds a kind of little bit a little bit of that in regards to like the the mystery and exploration uh not necessarily the zaniness that that they did there but um i'm still curious like from what we've seen here it, it's intriguing to me but i don't know like what plot am i am i going to get plot out of it or is it more about uh the the different um the different things you can discover it's pretty though it's pretty i'll give them that
0: yeah i just yeah it's one of those things where i'm i'm very interested yeah uh to see what it reviews as whenever it comes out because it is but you know it it's space you know i'm I'm. we're always we're suckers for for space games around here i'm a big sucker for a solid space game and so if there's something uh to it then i'll be interested but i i there, it was that last scene right there that gave off the no man's sky thing of like sitting on the planet and like planting the thing and it creating uh, that hub. But dude, I I got floored though during this. Yeah. I thought that I was like super excited about Horizon or mm-hmm. like I thought that I was excited about about uh, about Halo. But Doge V, yeah, dude, this game spoke to me. I, this I game was immediately like holy crap this looks awesome everything about this trailer was so jolly anybody who knows me personally knows that i actually am like i have a very big soft spot for k-pop so the music there was was flooring me uh it is the first time that you see a monster collecting game where you're like this could compete for pokemon yeah. in terms of love they have the characters they did what nobody else really has been able to do with the monster collector where they have the cute characters dude there was like a panda and boxing gloves i'm like yes that's the kind of thing that we're talking about and then yeah. whatever they're doing in this gameplay i don't like there's some ghostbuster stuff going on yeah. like i i I'll say, though, the only reason that I ended up getting a little bummed, though, at the end is because uh-huh. it is an open world MMO. And so yeah, no. I have to know, can I experience this game by myself? Is it the type of MMO where like we're all just kind of hanging around? Because like the way that these boss battle looking things look, they look like open world raids where you would like drop in. Everybody fights. Yeah. It's a world event kind of thing. Just, yeah. You go back off. To your thing, and if that's how the game is, I can deal with that uh, because I can just play by myself. But this game immediately spoke to me; I was enthralled. This is my favorite trailer of the whole show. I want, I, I, have to play this game. I don't know if it's going to hook me with the MMO stuff, but if if they can live up to what they're showing off in this trailer, yeah. um, the only other like it's not disappointing, but you can tell that this game's probably a year where what is just extremely framing and so yeah lots of times where they were dropping frames um but it seems like they have some crazy cool foundation going this game looks super hecking dope you think the pokemon <laughs> company is looking at this going oh man like because
1: i mean it i i it, they may not have the in property of pokemon but this this idea of let's have this open world consistent world like it's more than likely you know instance that's how, how mmos work nowadays so that way you're not over overcrowded um you have an instanced world hopefully drop in drop out like world event stuff but being able to just go off and explore and like this this is what we want in pokemon this is what we've been waiting for for pokemon since pokemon became a thing jet skis yeah okay like all of these things.
0: Give me this with Pokemon. Just like air jumping around, flying around with your creature. Like, look at these creatures, yeah. dude. they That's what thats what no, no other monster collector can do. They just don't ever have these cute, like lovable looking creatures. These creatures are awesome. These yeah. are so cool. There it is, dude. A boxing pin. <laughs> look how awesome that guy is. It's adorable. It's I'm adorable. Wanted- <laughs> I, I, can't,
1: I can't argue with it. Um, that probably is uh, one of the best things, if not the best thing there. Um, I would say, like, we we could, you know, go through, like, each and every one of these. There's one more I was going to mention. I can't remember what it was. Um, uh, Oh, yeah, uh, Synced Off Planet. Uh, Strangely enough, had a trailer yesterday, which is I'm showing here. This is the trailer yesterday, which I I think is better than the one that they showed. They showed, like, a cinematic trailer uh, today that was... And more mysterious and dark and like this is really cool graphics wise this is during an nvidia like this is uh sorry something that nvidia is like sent out so now you can actually see some gameplay of the game as opposed to what we saw um because yes the trailer today looked like it was just a horror movie horror game um mm-hmm. and you can see it's okay it's a third person you know third person shooter it looks like you've got some summons or a buddy that you can like call to fight with you or something. Um, it looks that looks cool. They, they again another thing where the trailer did not make me, didn't show me what I was actually going to get of the game. This shows me more. Um, I, I'm not necessarily sold on it yet, but again, this trailer is much better than the one that they showed today. Uh, it's the only other thing I wanted to bring up. Like I said, we could keep talking think, about all these,
0: but yeah. I think the only other one that we're you know just since we spent a whole uh, first part of this podcast on Marvel was no. the uh, Midnight Suns, yeah. the XCOM style so we're talking tactical rpg with marvel characters super interested in in how that looks they had a really cool aesthetic going on with like cap and uh wolverine looks super dope and so i you know it makes me think of um what's that what's that marvel game the the third one's exclusive exclusive on switch ultimate alliance yeah it, so, a tactical RPG version of, of Ultimate Alliance is something that is really interesting to me. Apparently, this game, the its existence had leaked a while back. I somehow missed it. I missed it. Uh, at some point, um, they didn't really show gameplay on this. I want to see how it plays, obviously. That's going to be the big thing. So, if, if it's Ultimate Alliance, but with tactical RPG, pumped, let's yeah. go. And so, we'll... We'll look forward more to that uh, as we see more. And I think, did they say that comes out next year too? Three twenty-two. So that's March, dude. Yeah, Ugh. and they did. They did show uh, during this. They showed it's there's a mobile
1: game which I honestly forgot existed. Uh, Marvel Future Revolution. It's a mobile game mm-hmm. which you know has controller support. That I was like, maybe I'll check that out. But then I watched some videos of people explaining, like, you know, in a positive way what they liked about the game. But then I realized the amount of grinding that's in it. I'm not about that. Like, uh, the SOCOM aspect, Ultimate Alliance kind of thing. I'm, I'm fine with that isometric view. Uh, I'm, I'm fine with with that uh, if I get a good Marvel story. Especially integrating characters like this that we haven't seen um uh, in the MCU, ones we haven't seen uh t- you know team up we've got that's played, right? Yeah, so yeah, Captain yeah. America, Wolverine, like some really great characters like teaming together. Um I'm I'm probably gonna be in on it no matter what, but at the same time I do want to wait I wanna wait to see some gameplay. Um it just seems like it's up my alley. Age of Empires as well. I love Age of Empires one and two.
0: Uh three was pretty good too, but like, I think That's one thing that I just keep like not looking up. Let's Looking right. over, is Age of Empires 4 coming to console? Uh, pretty sure it is. It says Microsoft Windows and Xbox Cloud Gaming. Yeah, I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure it is. And I'm and I'm also will uh, on, on Xbox activity. on October twentieth. Okay, yeah. yeah. So yeah, I'm gonna play that campaign. I suck at strategy games. I don't know about yeah. you. I'm uh, I'm absolutely awful on them. But Age of Empires had a really cool campaign growing up two was great three was pretty good yeah um so i'll be down because game pass baby game pass (laughs) i love i love the campaigns
1: i used to think i was i was okay at uh multiplayer until i like started playing like online like warcraft 2 and starcraft starcraft is where i learned that i'm not very good um I, would, I played through the campaign, and I wasn't struggling in StarCraft, and then I played online, and everyone destroyed me. Like, I played against my friends on LAN, on a LAN connection, and I was still okay, but not against people online.
0: The, the um, thing that was always cool, and I don't know if you ever did any of this with either uh, StarCraft or WarCraft Three, the mods. Did you ever play any of those cool, like, mod levels? Like, yeah. the, the PVE-type stuff that you could do, or, like, the story, the crazy, like, story stuff that people, like, built within those games that's what i always normally gravitated to because literally starcraft i would be protoss and literally the only thing that i wanted to do was build a bunch of carriers (laughs) and i just liked the i liked the on-screen thing of the carrier swarms Mm -hmm, like mm -hmm. just swarming in and destroying your stuff that's literally all i did i was not good and then zerg rushes obviously
1: i i i would make um I would make levels. I mean, yeah, you know, of course, I was I was a kid, so like, I would make levels in StarCraft. Uh, I I love Protoss and everything, but like, the Terran like reminded me so much of Aliens. Obviously, it's that's you know huge reference to like Aliens and like Starship Troopers and that kind of thing. So I would make um, you know kind of aliens type scenarios uh, uh in a map not that they were like artful in the way that people had like the different like stories and stuff they did much better than i did but um i i was always a fan of of Terrence and that reason just because it was it was that nostalgia for starship troopers and for aliens um we got a little bit little bit before we uh, we wrap up. Do we want to talk about our 12 for 12 or do we want to
0: Yeah, I could talk about some until dawn. So, I I messaged over the weekend uh, to Patrick and Robert that I was, was playing this game busted out my backbone controller because if I'm going to play a horror game, I'm going to play it on that I'm going to play it on a tiny screen and play it with subtitles and the volume low. So that it doesn't end during the day. Um, I tried to play it at night. I played it at night for like 20 minutes and somebody got like sucked out of the window. And so I was no longer interested in playing it at night. But I did beat Until Dawn. First 12 for 12 game that I have beat all year. Why I felt something with this game, I think, as I mentioned, my kid had a surgery on Monday And I was super stressed about that. It wasn't a big deal. Uh, Anybody who's concerned, it's not. He's fine. He's great. Um, The procedure was like thirty minutes, but still, your kid goes under a knife, and you get concerned. I put my stress into this game. It was like the game was stressing me out, so that I didn't think about real world stress. It's a weird, like, like you know. Sometimes we talk about games and being zen in games and, and kind of turning your mind off. This though gave me a very direct focus yeah. to stress about yeah. instead of stressing about that and so I connected with it in that way yeah. um, really impressed by what they were able to do I think this game came out what 2015 2016 oh, so 2015. Yeah. You know, the yeah. art style on this game is great yeah. uh, what they did with like the walking physics and everything the way that the right stick either control if you're not holding an item it would control their head yeah. and so you could look all around, And then if they had like a lamp or something, the fact that you could move it exactly where and view their scenery. I thought that that was very impressive. Yeah. Uh, 2015. So for a six year old game and made by a, uh, an indie suit, an indie studio in supermassive. Um, I think that that's was really impressive. I think that they did a great job making it. Their script was a little, eh. Mm-hmm. It, it, there was some times where I was like, I mean, I guess guys talk like that, but we don't talk like that, that like, for that long. It's more like we make one sentence comment about how we're going to tap that, and then you know we kind of move it like the high school college yeah age aspect of that. I had three people live. I thought that I was doing pretty good. Like uh, everybody was alive. Okay, everybody was alive <laughs> right up until the last like chapter, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden made a like something was knocking on the door and I was like oh, okay that's somebody trying to get out nope dead <laughs> and, then, and then and then I was like oh, okay I'm gonna go m- make a run for it and everybody's gonna make a run for it at the same time nope they didn't run they're dead yeah i'm not dead and that's that's (laughs) but hayden penetre survived and that's what matters the most there you go um (laughs) no
1: but between her and Rami malik like in in there it's like there's some good there's some good actors in the game and and that was like that was right after heroes or i should say like a year or so after heroes so like she hadn't like faded off like you know
0: uh, she was a before that. Uh, she did that show Nashville too, right? Later. Oh, that's right. Yeah, she did do that.
1: Yeah. Um, I, I definitely, you know, had to keep her alive and everything. I' pretty sure I got everyone, ex- or maybe I had one person die. I can't remember offhand. Uh, but I'm glad. That's why I'm glad you you got to play through it because you got to see how some of your choices, some of your choices have consequences. Which, like, yeah, that's that's kind of. Um, that's that's true in any game, but this game is one you can keep playing. Like you can keep playing, and you can have a total wipe, and you still play. You still beat the game. You still completed the story. Your story happened to have everyone die. Um, you had three people nope, live. No, three people. Uh, yes, yeah, but, that's yeah. it. No, no, no. But like I mean, like someone could complete the game, and they could be like, "Oh wow, everyone died in the game." It's like, no, that's your story. That's your ending. There's multiple different endings. I appreciate that aspect of it. The only thing that, uh, and, and honestly, this is something that, that even the big studios have trouble with sometimes, is there is some, in regards to, to the eyes and some of the, some of the mouth-like movements, it's a little uncanny valley. Same thing with Man of because I played Man of Medan for my 12 for 12. We both played supermassive games. Um, a lot of that's taken into Man of Medan, uh in regards to what, what worked well there they brought over uh some of the script is uh, is again weak every now and then you have a small like side character there's one side character in man of madonna in, like the first five minutes who delivers his like two lines and it sounds like it sounds like a college project like the guy sounds like they just found some you know oh it's like oh yeah my uncle has sounds like a drill sergeant i'm gonna have him do the the voice here yeah just terrible delivery the rest of it's great um uh, who is it? Sean, I think Sean Aston is in *Man, Man of Madon um, really? If I'm not mistaken, uh, I, may get, yeah. I may get that wrong. Um, uh, um, so tell me
0: in *Man of because I don't, you know how Ashmore, I don't know how far. Ashmore, sorry. Oh, okay. I was like Sean yeah. Aston. Sorry, I don't uh, want to say Sean. Yeah. Uh, there was like a, there was like three different twists. Yeah, in until dawn. Yeah. And the first twist, I called. I was like, all right, yep. That was completely obvious. Not completely obvious, but it followed, like, the perfect horror movie trope. second one, I was like, okay, cool. But the third thing that really, like, that's where it became more of a supernatural game. That was probably, like, my biggest problem with Until Dawn is just that I kind of, you know, I like the scream. Scream's my favorite, like, slasher myth film. It's, like... I can't watch very many slasher films, but the reason why I like Scream is because it's grounded, yeah. and that you're like this makes sense at nah. the end. Yeah, and there's a point where it just kind of stopped making sense. Does Man of Madon make sense, I'm- or do they, or do they just? Lean into the supernatural from the beginning
1: Unfortunately there's supernatural from the beginning in Man of a well okay, um, I mean
0: if it's like there the entire Time yeah that's, that's like right day. off the Bat
1: right off the bat no no Spoilers it's like there's ghosts on a ship On a on a ship during World War II And you're like oh okay this is what we're This is what we're doing and then immediately You're brought into present day um uh, so there, there's there's purposeful tonal shift there, uh, but the the supernatural stuff is kind of the the, the basis of Man um It's still, to me, it's kind of corny. Um, I don't think, like you mentioned, like *Scream*, it's grounded. Where I, I guess maybe maybe it's just me, like. If it's grounded and more real, like to me, that's scarier. Like I don't get scared by like demons and ghosts and stuff like that. Uh, so when they have like, oh, it's a ghost uh, that's that's doing whatever. Um, it, to me, it's just like okay, it's just magic that you could write whatever you want with that ghost. The rules of ghosts are whatever the writer wants and everything. Where with Scream, it's like I have to like with you just you know you playing until dawn you're trying to work out like who's actually doing this someone's responsible for thing for for these things um and you can do that with scream you can do that with this um or you can't do it with man and madonna as much because of that but there are some there are some interesting like again choices or scenarios that that show up which is what i liked about it honestly um i have played it with the wife and i'm considering i'm considering doing um because it's not too stressful in my opinion maybe it's just me like they're not too Mm. stressful uh in regards to the combat i'm considering going through them to do a platinum uh because you can kind of just go through a guide and then i can see the different the different endings so play once legit and then play you know play for the super good ending play for the super bad ending or whatever i need for like a trophy i'm considering doing that just so i can see those different endings because the branching storyline the butterfly effect aspect of these games is what i appreciate the most um they're like i was playing it uh i played it by myself and then i played some with with the wife so we played like three four hours each right uh playing with the wife she made slightly different choices and then there were there were like different audio things that not only her choices but just the things people would say would be a little different and i had a little bit of tonal shift and i was like that's that's cool. I didn't, I expected when you make a change, it's like, oh, there's a big branch. And instead, it was like, there's one line uh, delivery that was slightly different. And I thought that was cool. Like, I got a different experience list, watching her play it versus when I played it by myself. Um, that's what I appreciate with them. If they're, it adds that replayability because I could see playing this again and getting a completely different feel uh, for what's happening. So I'll, pro- I'll probably look at the trade, at the, uh, um, what is it time to beat and those those that uh, kind of go through like how long it takes to actually platinum versus versus beat it um, you beat it in what was it 10 hours 12
0: uh, uh, they said that it was 10 okay. I think and I think I was probably around like 8 or 9 I'd have to go back mm-hmm. and um, yeah uh, see it but what, the other thing that it did like remind me of though because my wife wasn't interested in it until done at all she's like completely you know even more so than me against like you know just doesn't need horror in her life that's just not what she's about she doesn't mind like a good like sometimes like a good like thriller maybe but like in terms of just straight up like this is a slasher thing that's that's not for her so what it did remind us though is that we never finished life is strange 2 and so hopefully that's something that um she gets interested in especially after she beat the forgotten city you know maybe maybe we would get back into uh another like doing some more couple story games yeah. yeah um so that'll be that'll be cool what i did what i did want to know what's on your what's on your list for next month yeah so 12 for 12 for next
1: month uh is what remains of either finch which i don't know how i've i've gone this far
0: without playing it and i don't f- with no me either yeah i know you'll be I, able to, that you can you can finish that in a setting if you guys got the time it's like three hours
1: okay hours. and i and i know pretty much nothing about it too so i think that'll yeah. be that'll be cool um being a walking simulator slash you know narrative kind of aspect i think that's cool um i don't know how i haven't touched it uh, in in this this long um october i had last of us part two but i've already actually accidentally jumped the gun on that so i may play more of it or i may switch it but next month is
0: uh what remains of the thench uh what about you so, um, it, it's either going to be one of two games. So, I have Bioshock for October. However, I'm in a like video game book club in okay. a Discord that I'm in, and we're actually currently in the middle of the vote for what's September. And Bioshock is currently uh, tied for the lead. Tied with a short hike, by the way. Have you seen this game? A short hike? No. Cute little, cute, cute game that if it wins, I will buy it instantly because it's only like six bucks but super cute game of you're like a bird flying around like a forest okay but the contrast between these two leading vote options of bioshock and uh a short hike but if bioshock wins i'm gonna pivot that to september okay and if it loses i'll be playing and most likely not finishing but i swore i would play it uh hollow knight void oh. heart edition that i got on uh two years ago now whenever it was like six dollars during a christmas psn sale so that that continues to be the great thing about the 12 for 12 doesn't matter yeah whether you beat it folks it's okay you know if you want to finish all your stuff completely understand but hey you already paid for it so why not at least try it if you don't like it whatever it's the money's gone It, it was gone a long time ago yeah uh but play it anyway, right? Yeah,
1: it's like I, I mean we're we're old school. So to me, I'm like, it's like if you are renting a game or a movie at Blockbuster, right? You're we're getting these games sometimes for free. If you're if you're talking about Game Pass games, or you're talking about uh, uh, PSN games, been purposely try to do games that I actually put money into. Same, same here, but uh, but. When that backlog fills up, it's like you have those, they're ready, you already, you are, you know, it's, it's me, like I said, I view it like a rental. If you put a couple hours into it and you're like, eh, you can stop. That's fine. You know, now, and now you can have an educated opinion on the game as opposed to just, an opinion which is always good so let us know what's in your backlog right now what is embarrassing to you as as um, you know mine what remained of be the finch and the fact that i went until i think uh, a month and a half ago without playing uh last was part two what's in your backlog that you haven't played uh launch that game up let us know uh what you think about it and we'll see you guys next time bye, bye.